Welcome to A Crash Investigation, the podcast where we dissect the most memorable and forgotten crashes in aviation history. In this episode, we'll be talking about the most talked about airplane flight, Malaysian Air Flight 370. I hope you're excited as me, so without wasting any more time, let us get into it. Malaysia Airlines Flight 370 or MH370 or Flight 370 was a scheduled flight for March 8, 2014 and was coming from Kuala Lumpur International Airport in Malaysia to Beijing Capital International Airport in China. The planned flight duration was 5 hours and 34 minutes but the aircraft had enough fuel for them to fly for 7 hours and 31 minutes so that the crew could be able to divert to alternate airports such as the Jinan Yaoyang International Airport and Hangzhou Xiushan International Airport. There were 239 passengers and the nationalities of these people on board are 6 Australians, 2 Canadians, 153 Chinese, 4 French, 5 Indians, 7 Indonesians, 2 Ukrainians, 3 Americans, 2 Iranians, 50 Malaysians, 1 Dutch person, 2 New Zealanders, 1 Russian and 7 Taiwanese people. This information is important for the investigation. There were 12 crew members consisting of 2 pilots and 10 cabin staff who were all Malaysian citizens. The pilot in command on the flight was Captain Zahari Ahmad Shah who was 53 years old at the time of the disappearance. He joined Malaysia Airlines as a cadet pilot in 1981. He had amassed a total of 18,365 flight hours. The first officer was Farik Abdul Hamid, who was 27 years old and joined Malaysia Airlines as a cadet pilot in 2007. He had 2,763 flight hours. At 42 minutes, excuse me, I can't tell the time, at 18 minutes, I'd like to say, MYT, flight 370 took off from runway 32R and was cleared by air traffic control to climb to flight level 180, which is about 18,000 feet or 5,500 meters. They were on a direct path to navigation of waypoint Ikari. Shortly after takeoff, flight 370 was transferred from the airport's air traffic control to Lampur radar. At one minute past one in the morning, flight 370's crew reported to Lampur radar that they had reached flight level 350, which they then confirmed again at 8 minutes past 1. The last time that the aircraft was in contact with air traffic control was when it being the aircraft transmitted an automated position report using the aircraft communications addressing and reporting system, or ACARS for short. The content of the report was the total fuel remaining, which was 43,500 excuse me, 43,800 kg or 96,600 pounds, I think. However, the last verbal transmission was at 19 minutes past 1 in the morning. The crew of Flight 370 was expected to signal the air traffic control in Ho Chi Minh City because the aircraft was passing through Vietnamese airspace. Then at 1 minute one minute at 22 minutes past one myt flight 370 disappeared on the air traffic control radar. then 
actually the captain of another aircraft attempted to contact flight 370 shortly after half past one in the morning using the international air distress frequency for iad for short this captain however was unable to was able to establish communication but only heard and i quote mumbling and the static that you hear from a dead radio this is important for later then at 22 minutes past two in the morning flight 370 disappeared off of the military radar the air traffic control started panicking and as a result rescuers started searching of the gulf of thailand and the south china sea which is the last known location on the This, however, was extended to the Strait of Malacca and the Andaman Sea. It was then established that the flight continued until 19 minutes past 8 in the morning and flew south into the southern Indian Ocean. However, the precise location cannot be determined. The country of Australia assumed charge of the search when it started on the 17th of March. Then on the 24th, the Malaysian government confirmed that and I Flight MH370 ended in in the southern Indian Ocean. End quote. Due to the final location determined by the satellite communication, from October 2014 till January 2017, about 120,000 kilo, square kilometers or 46,000 square miles of seafloor was searched on the southwest side of Perth, Western Australia. No evidence of the aircraft was found. Then, on the 29th of July 2015, small pieces of marine debris was found on the coast of different Indian Ocean islands. Even though the debris belonged to Flight 370, the bulk of the aeroplane was not found. Then, in October 2017, Malaysia as a country released the final report, and in this report, they concluded that neither crew member or the aircraft's communication systems relayed a distress signal indicators of bad weather or technical problems before it vanished. The two Iranian passengers that I mentioned earlier were traveling on stolen passports and as a result were investigated but they were ruled out as suspects. The captain was also a suspect in the case of human interference. Power to the aircraft satellite data unit was lost between 7 minutes past 1 in the morning to 3 minutes past 2 in the morning, which postulated that the aircraft turned south after passing the north of Sumatra. Also, the flight continued for 6 hours with little deviation in its tracks, and the flight ended when its fuel was depleted. Malaysia Airlines, as a company, was struggling financially, and this was made worse by the disappearance of Flight 370. Because of the high nature of the situation, there have been reported sightings of the aeroplane such as the one that CNN reported on the 19th of March, whereby fishermen and oil rig workers saw the missing airliner in Three months after that, the Daily Telegraph reported that a British woman sailing in the Indian Ocean claimed to have seen the aircraft on fire. During the investigation, possible in-flight in flight events were looked into, the first one being power interruption. Ground-to-air ACAS messages continued to be transmitted to Flight 370 until an MSAT's network sent multiple and I quote, request for acknowledge, end quote, messages at 3 minutes past 2 in the morning without a response from the aircraft. 
However, at 25 minutes past 2 in the morning, the Aircraft Satellite Data Unit, or SDU, sent and I quote, long on request, end quote. Through thorough analysis of the characteristics and the timing of the multiple requests, it was concluded that a power interruption in flight is the most likely culprit. Analysis by the Australian Transportation Safety Bureau, or ATSB for short, compared the evidence that was available for Flight 370 with three categories of accidents. The quote-unquote accident could have been caused by 1. An in-flight upset such as a storm 2. An event in which the airplane had to glide, for example, due to an engine failure or fuel exhaustion or 3. Unresponsive crew or hypoxia Hypoxia, according to Google's dictionary, is an absence of enough oxygen in the tissues to sustain bodily It was concluded that a hypoxia event, and I quote, best fit the available evidence, end quote. If no control inputs were made following the flame out and the disengagement of the autopilot, the aircraft would have likely entered a spiral dive and entered the ocean within 20 nautical miles, 31 kilometers or 23 kilometers of the flame out and the disengagement of Analysis also showed that the landing flaps were not extended, which supported the spiral dive at high-speed gearing. In May 2018, the ATSB asserted that the flight was not in control when it crashed, and a spokesperson added, and I quote, We have quite a bit of data to tell us that the aircraft, if it was being controlled at the end, wasn't very successfully being controlled, end quote. There were several theories that were developed by the public. A really popular one was the possibility of a hijacking slash pilot suicide. This was brought by media giants such as ABC News and the Los Angeles Times newspaper. There was also speculation that hijackers took the plane to a remote island, although no group claimed responsibility for the hijacking. Unofficial researchers identified more than 600 airways, runaways rather, in which the plane was capable of landing. No confirmation has been received from the Malaysian officials. Another theory was proposed another theory that was proposed rather was a terrorist attack. From the nineteenth till the fourteenth of march twenty fourteen, media mogul Rupert Murdoch tweeted that flight three seventy's disappearance and I quote confirmed confirms jihadists Turning to make trouble for China. End quote. This is not confirmed. Others involved North Korea, Diego Garcia, and the possibility of fire. These are not confirmed. In the aftermath, and finally in the aftermath of this whole investigation, the air transport safety industry recommended the increase of the battery life of underwater locator beacons, lengthening the data recorders and corporate voice recorders and new standards for aircrafts which are positioned over open ocean. Right now we don't know where this plane is and it's just missing. We haven't found it as yet. But that is the end of this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it even though it was shorter than usual and I will talk to you in the next one. Cheers.